We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We ain't talking about the game. What are we talking about? We're talking about practice, man. Knocked away by Cheeks and a steal. Cheeks will use up the clock. Yo, what's good, y'all? Uptown Tone here with a special episode. Every episode is special, man. I'm just getting used to saying that shit. I'm going to have to realize that this is a special podcast. Philadelphia Sports Podcast. But anyway, it's Super Bowl Sunday, man. Sitting here with my right-hand man, my brother, Twiz, man. Mm. Twiz, what's good? We ain't seen you in a minute. It's been about a year since you've been a fo fo fo. It's been a while, man. Yeah, man. It's just been a while. Your season two debut, you know what I'm saying? I made it back to the fo fo fo. You already know, dog. You already know. So, yeah, um, we here, man. Super Bowl Sunday. We got a couple topics uh, chopped up for y'all. We got the Super Bowl rolling. Um, we here, man. Uh, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. Like I was just telling you, you know, had some life changes going on. Yeah. About to get myself up out of the city. Mm. About to relocate to beautiful Atlanta, you know. As long as you're taking your fandom with you, I don't care where you go, though. Listen, I'm going to have my Eagles flag right. posted up anywhere I go. I'm going to have my Sixers flag posted up. But. Yeah, that Atlanta that Atlanta shit, I, I, don't, I don't think it's, it ain't it ain't too hard to get louder than them. Nah. Yeah, they, nah. Ain't, they ain't really making no it's noise. It's a city of transplants, so ain't nobody really down there rocking with anybody. From Atlanta anyway, it's all right. other teams. But. Right, right. They probably rock with the players from Atlanta on other teams exactly. more than they rock with Atlanta teams. Exactly. I can see, I can definitely see that. Right, you know how it goes. You know how it goes, dog. All right, man, well, we're going to get right into it this week. Um, Since we watching football and we got the Super Bowl on, uh, it's first quarter right now at the time of recording. This will probably be out tomorrow or the day after, so. Uh, don't be alarmed thinking that you missed the Super Bowl or don't be <laughs> pissed telling us that we late with it. We know, you know what I'm saying? We recording. It's the other information that we got for y'all that's pertinent. <laughs> Multitasking out here right now. You know. You already know. You already know. All right, so let's just get it started with um, with football, man. Like you just said, Philadelphia fans. So, of course, we Eagles fans. So, we got to tap in and we got to talk about the, the BS, man. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's what I see. That's what I hear um, from reports. I want to say going all the way, not even all the way back, back to like Monday. Where, you know, it's like um, we have our new coach, uh, we have our coaching staff. That was the last two weeks. And then this week it starts out real funny. Just the Eagles are fielding calls for Carson Wentz. Right. And it's like, like what? Like for what? Like, but whatever, whatever. So we go in, we go in. Uh, not only that, but another thing I saw too, and this is uh, something I wanted to bring up. Um, and this, I guess I'll bring this up first. The first thing I saw this week was Andy Reid. Andy Reid came out and said that the Eagles never formally asked for an interview for Eric Bieniemy, but we went, it's like we went out on the wire to make it an announcement that we did. Right. I don't know who gave ESPN or Adam Schefter or whoever it was that broke that story, mm-hmm. that said that oh yeah the Eagles are going after Eric Bieniemy. But Andy Reid came out this week and said we didn't even put in for a formal uh, a formal interview, which is crazy. Which is crazy. But that on top of the fact that I see that uh, the very next headline is the Eagles are fielding calls for Carson Wentz's for a Carson Wentz trade. And then I see something that says uh, the Eagles are putting the story out there that they are fielding calls so that they can field calls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, the Super Bowl's not even over. We're not even officially in the offseason yet. And it's like, you guys are trying. Try, like, your aim is to be at the uh, top of the drama, of the headlines, of the narrative. It's like. We turning into the Cowboys right now. You know, it's sad to say that our owner is, is sounding like Jerry Jones or just all the maneuvers that we, we've been pulling off lately. It just seems like we, we want the attention more than the actual product to be good on the field. Right. Um, and I think that everything that we've done this off season is just so reactive. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to have a Super Bowl winning coach to get rid of him after just one season. Right. And then you kind of sold me on the idea that you were getting rid of him because Carson Wentz was the person that you were taking priority for. And, right. and it's like, okay, I could kind of get with that, I guess, even though I really didn't. And now in a couple of weeks after that, you hire a new coach and now it's like, all right, we're trading Carson Wentz. A, a pure shit show. <laughs> So I don't understand really what direction they're trying to go in. I don't even think that they fully understand what direction they're trying to go in. And like we talked about a little earlier, I think right now there's just a power dynamic. It's it's not even about football right now. It's yeah. about Jeffrey Lurie just swinging his nuts around and just saying, I'm the owner, I'm doing what I want, and y'all fans and y'all going to still be, uh, buy for these, buy these tickets and watch these games and – that is what it is, which I can't really roll with right now. That's absolutely what it feel like. That's what it feel like to me. That's what it looks like. That's what it sounds like. Um, the part you just said, like, um, even if we understand the drama, if we understand that there is drama, all right, cool. And then you draw these two lines in the in, in the sand of these of what where the drama is. The first um, funny thing was, like you said, uh, making Doug sit down Jalen Hurts and then making him essentially fall on the sword after that right shenanigans um and now basically tell like you said telling us that you had to choose it was making it look like it was a move like you had to choose between doug peterson yeah. and carson wentz uh and you went uh rightfully so or you you gave a logical answer for going with you know what i mean uh we don't we we, we wasn't a better quarter uh better coach than doug peterson so i don't think now was the time to fire him but even that's neither here nor there after you made that decision you, you basically told us, all right, look, we're going with Carson Wentz. We're all in on Carson Wentz. We're behind him, even so much so that we fired the coach. And now we're looking at it like neither one of them might not be here. So it's like, what is all the, what is all the shenanigans for? What is all the smoke and mirrors? What is all, like, what is it for? Because now when you go back to it, it's like, okay, if you didn't fire Doug to salvage Carson, now I go back to Doug just won a Super Bowl for you three years ago. We were in the playoffs for two years after he went to the Super Bowl. This one season, he missed the playoffs. I can't remember any Super Bowl winning coach that only missed the playoffs one season prior to going to the playoffs three seasons in a row where he won a Super Bowl one of those seasons, and then you fire him. And then you replace him with somebody that's an up-and-coming coach that has no cachet, no hardcore resume that says, you know what, he's known for turning teams around, so you fire him for another project. Like, it just doesn't make football sense at, this at point. all and then that's another thing um <clears throat> you say that uh about the new coach uh sarani i think that's his i think that's his uh, last name all right we don't even know his name <laughs> whatever man I'm, I'm i'm already on record on here saying that i don't care i don't need to know his last name because i already for what i'm for what i'm about to say right now and that's um what the fuck is the criteria? Like, 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 we getting tired of, and I know we talked about this, but I have a new a new guest on, and it's never not a time to talk about this. But what is the criteria for being a coach? Because us as uh, African American followers of this game, of this sport, of our team, 
we kind of getting sick of the bullshit. You know what I mean? It's coming out that teams are saying, oh, we interviewed him. You didn't even go for a formal interview for it. Not only that, but you hired a coach that just came out of nowhere. He wasn't on anybody's coaching board. Um, I don't know what uh, 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 criteria he has to be a coach. Like I said on the last episode, I keep – and I'm going to keep throwing his name out there because he ain't even good at fucking quarterback. But I keep hearing Cade McNown's name get thrown in there or one of those McCown – somebody, Josh, <laughs> Josh McCown, McCown. Josh McCown. Cade yeah. McCown's before him. Right. None of them was good as shit. No, no McCown – No McCown was good in the league. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? This this joker is still in a, in a jersey. Yeah. He's still on the team, on the roster, getting an NFL check, and his name is getting thrown and head coaching jobs. So what is it that you need from us? I, th- I think that when we talk about the the white young coach, they like that energy, whatever the hell that is. That right? spunk. They like, know, spunk they, they like that spunk, man. They like that. We talk about with the black culture, like they, they like the black culture, but they don't want to be black. It's like they, they like a white coach. He's got the energy, but mm-hmm. they not, you know, it's like, I don't got to get a black young coach. So let me just get somebody that's young that still fits with, you know, I can rule with it. And I think that's where you talk about Nick Sirianni. Like, he, he fits that, where he ain't going to shake the boat. He ain't going to rock no waves. Absolutely. But, you know, he might have a, a playbook that got some cool shit in it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's not enough right now. It's not en- it's not nearly enough. And it's all, and, it, and it has reminiscences of uh, get the band back together because he's he has ties to people who have been here. And I think that's the comfort in us hiring him. Not only that, but like you said, he's not, a, he's not about to rock the boat. He's about to be the ultimate, at least in my eyes, He's about to be the ultimate yes man at a time where I think your coach, not only but your your coach and even from your coach, uh, your quarterback needs to be see, like, a lot of pe- different people need to be seeing different things and need to be kind of working in tandem versus this old hierarchy guard. You know what I'm saying? Now, so let me ask you this: If you a coach that are is a yes man for the owner and for the GM, how do you get the respect of 52 men who kind of know that? If we know that as as just fans of the team. These are the players that are in the building, and I'm sure that some of them are like, well, this is like. I don't think stuff. you do, and I think that that's why How you. How do you start off like that? Right. You know. I don't think I don't think you get the respect of the players, and I and I ultimately think that that's why those teams end up those teams. That's why they end up with those narratives, that drama, those records, the output on the field, and I just really see us heading for that because because our priority doesn't seem to be football. Our priority doesn't seem to be on the field. It seems to be satisfying, fulfilling these narratives. It, uh, uh, if a narrative is made up about us, it seems to be uh, trying to go out uh, and combat it or debunk it. Mm. It just seems like we are involved in everything that's not X's and O's and putting the best product on the field. Yeah. And that's just how I've been feeling about the uh, the Eagles. Um, yeah, it's sad. And uh, the right one on the wall for me was Deuce Staley leaving. Yeah, man. Because I've seen Deuce Staley. He's a lifer. Someone, he's damn near a lifer, he's a lifer Not only that, he's been through other coaches being changed and he stayed through that right so he's been through andy leaving he stayed he's been through chip leaving he stayed and now doug leaves and he leaves as well and that shows you right there that inside the building is something that's not right going on because for deuce to say i want to get rid of i want to get away from the only organization that i've known and just go not be a a, a promoted you know what i'm saying it was like he went to detroit to become an offensive coordinator whatever just he need to get to out of, i just need position. to get out of here i just got to get out of here yep. when you at that level now it's like all right what's going on and and of course we're not going to know that but if it's that much craziness going on in the building the head coach is just a, a yes man and the team is is destined to fail yeah yes man so that's just where i'm at with it uh i'm not i'm not um excited about a Carson Wentz trade, especially because it, uh, if it's going to be going to the uh, Bears, they don't really have anything over there. 
I heard they're gonna give us Nick Foles back. Yeah, well. give us Nick Foles <laughs> back, and I think that's just for money reasons. But I seen Tariq Cohen's name. Um, I th- I think I saw picks. I seen one a defensive player's name. I can't remember right now, but it was nothing that it was like ah yeah. It was like it's like not only are you saying that you you you're you're fielding calls for him or putting them on the trade block, but then it's it's just with one the news is with one specific team, mm-hmm. and like I said, that team ain't even. They ain't all that. Like, they ain't got the they ain't got pieces that we salivating over or that we really need to plug and play that's going to make us a better caliber team. So, it's like us. Exactly. Like, it's just, like I said, it just seems like you're just making trade rumors for the rumor part of it, not even really for the trade part of it. Because like. in the NFL, you're not going to trade players for players like the same way as you do in the NBA. So, you know you might get one asset as a player coming back, but then a lot of that is going to be in draft picks. And then it's like, okay. We're going to get draft assets back, but then who's going to be in charge of those assets? The same dude that's been in charge of putting the team together the last three years where we have not progressed at all. Right. So it don't matter what we get back as a whole because I still don't trust the person in charge of directing what we do with that. And that's what I was saying. That was that was uh, the conversation I was having with uh, Press, with, uh, Press Coast and shit. Mm-hmm. When he was saying that he liked Jalen Hurts too. And I said, I, I want to love, I want to love Jalen Hurts, black quarterback. Now, not only because of that fact, but he's good and he right. has potential. Not only and uh, more more often than anything, or more so than anything, the way he he speaks, the way he carries himself, I I can really see that person really getting control of a locker room at some point in his career. Mm-hmm. Once once you add the playing, but like like you just said or alluded to, if the if the parts and and his superiors are going to be the same, I don't have faith in him, and it's not because of him. That's the saddest thing. It's not because of anything that he's going to do. I think I don't think that he has people around him that that have his best interests or are going to put him in a winning position to be the best player he can be in this league, and that's why I, I don't have. Yeah. That's why I don't have faith in Jalen Hurts, and it's sad to say because I want to so bad. Right. Who, who wouldn't want to root for you, that? You want to have somebody like him because, like you just said, he's a leader. Right. You know, he's mature. Right. He's someone that can really galvanize a team and, and yeah. steer them in the right way. But at the same time, if you got to deal with bullshit. Right. He's been through this. He's <laughs> not only that, but he's already equipped for this shit that you're already giving him because he's been through this quarterback controversy exactly. on this level. I, I consider Oklahoma yeah. to be on this level. That's a great point. As far as in the, as far as in the, in the tab, they're going to talk about it just as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he, the, yeah, the football skills different. Yeah, he did. He, he knew how to dance the whole time. He did. He trying to peek and, and prowl at him and yeah. say, you know what, what you feel about the conversation? He's like, look, I'm just going to work. Do my job right. and then let the chips fall where they Even now, I feel like they just asked him like two days ago. I might have just seen the news clip or something like that. Just asked him two days ago. Like, yeah, well, there's a quarterback controversy brewing. And he just gave him the <laughs> – well, look, man, what I can tell you is I'm every day, man, I'm just working to be the best quarterback I could be. When my number gets called, I'm like, good fucking shit, Jalen. Like, don't, don't, that, won't, that yeah. Alabama, Oklahoma. Yeah, 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 yeah. You already know. You already know. Yeah, Oklahoma. Not, I, mean, I mean, Alabama, not Oklahoma. My bad. Yeah. Alabama is where he went. But, yeah, man, um, it's a shit show. Yeah. We'll continue to watch and report on this shit show, but it's a shit show nonetheless. So much so that this um I had it, I got it written down. The first thing that I saw was Washington football team called about Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if y'all not giving us a uh, chase, then go ahead, because that's the if that's the only thing that I need over there. That's sad, man. It's, it's sad that we're at the point that we really about to trade Carson Wentz two years after giving him a hundred million dollar plus contract, and. It just is so reactive. I I can't understand how we got to this point in one year of, of bad football that was partly due to a pandemic going on, and nobody wants to pay attention to that at all. Like this is the same quarterback that threw for four thousand yards last season without not one receiver that had over a thousand yards. Right. It's the same quarterback that stood on his feet for sixteen games and got into the playoffs, and he checked that box off. 
So how everything did a 180 in one year's time, that just shows you that the, the front office is doing. They, they, they're just, you know, doing what they want. Absolutely. Um, other than that, we only got one more game left in football. We're watching it right now. It's about eight minutes left in the first. Uh, real tight. You know, they filling each other out. It's a Super Bowl game, highest stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really much happening notable right now. Um, oh, I did see uh, some awards were given out. I did see Justin Herbert got uh, Offensive um, Rookie of the Year. I did see Chase Young got Defensive Rookie of the Year. I did see uh, – King Henry got Offensive Player of the Year. I did see Aaron Donald got Defensive Player of the Year. And uh, the one that was um, talked about heavily all year because it was a lot of people at a lot of different times whose name could have been thrown in that hat. Um, but it ultimately went to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he fell short of playing in this game that we're watching right now, which is the Super Bowl. But he ultimately went home with the uh, MVP, which I think he had an awesome season. I think sure. he had an awesome season. I think he definitely deserved that. Yo, Justin Herbert is a name that maybe a, a lot of people kind of don't know about, but he was going crazy. Shit, if you play fantasy football <laughs> and you stream quarterbacks, you know exactly I, who I he is. I had Keenan Allen, and he was <laughs> making my man look great out there, but I think he that next level. Like, next year, he's going to take that next leap. And, I mean, what's the, the young boy in uh, Washington, Chase? Chase, Chase Young. Yeah, you heard what Mike Tomlin said. He said, I would, I never want to lose enough games to get somebody like you, dog. That's crazy, man. That young boy is going to be a beast. He already is a beast in his first year. So he really I is. can't imagine what he's going to be three to five years. Right, and attitude and output. They made a big uh, thing about him saying what he said about Tom Brady, but I think people who are of the likes of Tom Brady, they enjoy like That's why they play the game. Right. You know what it's I'm the saying? Ones that, the ones that got the most to say is the ones that never did it. That you never know? did like, it. If you're a competitor, if you play sports, what you're I'm supposed here for. to say, right. I want Brady. Like, you worked yeah. your whole life. You chase young. You're a rookie. You got to the NFL. You making the playoffs. Hell yeah, bring Tom Brady. Right. And if I get my ass kicked, guess what? I'm going to go shake his hand after the game, and I'm going to ask for his jersey. Yeah. And then next season, I'm going to still ask for him again because that's what competitors do. So everybody be out there talking about some, oh, how did you do this? No, because you wouldn't do that. Because you a clown and you were scared of him or whatever, but you supposed to go out there and want the best. To be the best, you got to be the best. Absolutely, man. So, uh, switching gears now, man, to basketball. And and the hottest topic, the hottest ticket, not only for us, not only for the fo 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 like it's been in recent years, because you know we will talk at nauseum, but for the league. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is league notice time. You know what I mean? I've been kind of on here um, being humble. I've been being humble. I will continue to be humble, but I, I I came to talk today, and I came to talk Sixers basketball. I came to talk Joel Embiid. I came to talk Ben Simmons. I came to talk Doc Rivers and just everything that's going on, comparing contrast. Uh, uh, I got you guys on early. I already talked to the councilman. Uh, I brought back Mike 215, and I talked uh, brought back Cliffy, just all guys that I, I, I talked to last year when we weren't in this predicament, just to get your, guy, just, just to get your guys' uh, opinion on – the contrast on on the changes, uh, uh, things that you like, things that you don't like, uh, things that you feeling, and things that you're looking forward to us doing. Um, so yeah, man. At at the time of this, the, the Sixers are 17 and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, last night we had a, a a a very good win. Very very. Who do who do we play? 
Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. And that's why I'm out saying that because they didn't have anybody play for him. That's why it, was, it wasn't the game that it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Harden was the only one that played. KD was out. He's out for at least three games for COVID protocol. They keep ducking us, too. If you keep in score, the last time they, they played the Brooklyn, they was out um, on some protocol shit. Yeah. They ducking uh, us. Yeah, Kyrie's finger. <laughs> Kyrie finger. I see y'all, Brooklyn. Y'all ducking us, but, you know, it's cool. Yeah, we'll and Harden, Harden was out there by himself just getting the wreck. Um, but um, when I think when I think Sixers... 20, uh, 2020, 2021 season, I think, uh, not even, yeah, yeah, because it started December, yeah, 2020, yeah, officially, yeah, it's like two weeks of 2020, 2020, but, 2020, yeah, 2020, yeah, still. but, um, I think Joel Embiid, uh, I was one of the ones, uh, who were adamant in saying, I was one of the ones who was posing the question, uh, who was saying that if you had to choose between the two, who would you choose, and I was the, and I, I was saying Ben Simmons, um, and in my heart of hearts, for my reasoning, my my reasoning the whole time of why I was saying Ben Simmons, I still I still probably will go with Ben Simmons, but I do want to I do want to ooh that was crazy, <laughs> I do want to take back um I w- I want to walk it back a little bit because of the strides that Joel Embiid has made this year. Um, I thought that I've seen the ceiling of Joel Embiid. I've I thought that I've seen his game and what I would see out of it. Um, at least the output, because the actual physical things he's still doing, he's just doing them at a very much higher rate, a very more consistent rate, and a very more efficient rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, JoJo's been playing lights out. He's consistent this year. JoJo's consistent. Something has something has ticked in him. Something has changed in him. I don't know if it's being ousted in the playoffs the last two years. I don't know if it's the birth of his uh, son. You know, he he said something like that. Um, I don't know where I read it or heard it, but he said that the birth of his son kind of changed him and now he's thinking that legacy kind of and the legacy way where it's like all right i want my son to grow up and know that his daddy was the best yeah and talk is cheap when it comes to them that's a, they're coming from somebody with two with two of them with yeah. two boys they looking right and it's like i can't be troel all the time if young boy looking because he's gonna try to he's gonna think that that's what it is exactly so i think something has definitely changed in him to whereas it's very no nonsense with this guy it's very Get the ball and not fucking around with it. Mm-hmm. It's very um, I'm passing out of the double teams way faster. Either that or I'm just I'm just accepting the double team and I'm cooking both of y'all. Let me ask you this: How much of that is also Doc? I think a lot of it is Doc. I think a lot of it is Doc because Doc says Doc says normal things that I like that when coaches say. When Doc says in practice we do it again so many times mm-hmm. because when these guys get it and it clicks and it's second nature they're gonna be so much better they're gonna be and I'm like yo that's all I was asking for. All I, and I'm not saying that Brett Brown didn't say that or didn't do that, but I was always asking just because of the output that I see when it's game day, what is he saying? Mm-hmm. That was always the question. What are you doing in practice? I don't think that that's a question here with Doc. Right. For one, he talks about it a lot at nauseam. He talks his strategy a lot. He, he's not, he doesn't shy away from that. He's not scared of that. Right. Last night, a lot of people said James Harden got off to a quick start. And then when you put Ben Simmons on him, you know what I'm saying? He said, was that strategy or was that just adjustment? He said, oh, no, it's strategy. He said, you want to put as many people as you can on James in the first half. That way, you save Ben's energy. And James is a master at creating files. You keep Ben's files down. That way, when it's money time and your team is in the game, then you put Ben on him. He said, because Ben, ben just has this ability as a, uh, as a defender to pause, just swallow you. Because it's seven, it's seven foot moving like he's six foot on the perimeter. And I, and I love Brett Brown. You know, you know how I, know. I was a Brett Brown fan. I know. And- the reason why I love Brett Brown is because I think that he got a lot of flack for a lot of shit that he couldn't control. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately where we can agree is that he couldn't get us over the hump. Mm-hmm. But everything you just said is why I love Doc is because he gets that there's certain ways to go about winning. 
that are not just necessarily X's and O's. He's right? th- he's he's actively trying to figure it out, yeah. and that's what I like. Like to say, you know what? I'm just gonna hold off on locking you down, or even though I know I could put bid on you from minute one, but let me number one confuse you with different players, yep. and then in the second half put this six ten wall in front of you, <laughs> and now say, all right. I'm fresh. I'm clear now. Scoring him, and, right? And you halfway used up. So I, right. lo- I love the fact that Doc thinks in that that way. Right. Plus, you don't take Ben away from the other shit in the first two quarters that you need. Mm-hmm. Joel, uh, Joel and B had 33 points. Tobias Harris had 20. Ben Simmons had 12 assists. He's spending the whole first half. He's doing. He's not. He, he ain't. He doesn't have that the 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 uh the, the the weight of guarding James Harden on his shoulders right. and take like that's going to frustrate Ben to whereas you're not going to see it on the offensive end he's not going to be able to be getting to his spots getting people to theirs opening theirs and then that's when you start saying man he need to shoot the ball because normally when you see a star player get in those positions what does he do he just shoots his team either in or out of the game mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's not what Ben does Ben plays basketball. Ben is that Ben is is of that brine cloth of where he is going to take what you give him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course, us as the fans, we want him a little bit more, not to force it, like not, not, not to just overly force the issue, but just be aggressive. Just be aggressive with it. We understand taking what they give you, but sometimes you can impose a little bit and then your options change. They'll be give they'll give you something different. And that's more and like you just said, the key word is aggression. It's not about how many times you shoot the ball, it's just how aggressive can you be so that way the defense has to respect that you might pull a shot or you might go to the lane or whatever case may be and that's what i still think he tries to find that balance of being the everything person being a distributor being a defender just being that overall facilitator but there's moments in the game where we've seen as of late where it's like all right i just need you to take over for a good little five seven minute clip and that's just what and once you do that that guarantees that win. And you course. and you taking over is not how everybody you right. the way we ask you to take over is not how Brooklyn will want James Harden or KD or Kyrie to take over. Exactly. It's not how the Lakers will want LeBron to take over. We want you to do what you did last night. On the defensive end, you turned so many you you turned so many defensive possessions into offensive fucking buckets for us. Harass. Harass, 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 put that wall up. Everybody's getting in there. That's how you t- he can take the game over like that. And that's not a highlight. And that's where, you know, people, like we talked about earlier, I don't know if people are really watching the game or are they just saying, oh, well, look at the box score. He's not getting up enough points. And that's not the only way that you affect the basketball game, especially when you have a player on your team that averages 30 points a game. And then the second player on the team averages 20 plus. So I don't need to score 20 for me to be effective. But for whatever reason, everyone seems to only harp in on that fact and that's just not that's not fair it's not fair and even the last two seasons it, it wasn't to the tune of 30 and 20 but when jimmy butler was here we had two 20 point scores before you got to ben's points and last year we had two at least doubled we had uh jo- jojo at 22 23 whatever he was averaging and we had toby at his 17 or whatever it was he was doing before you got to ben's 16 15 14 whatever it was right. so you gotta this is a different league in a league where you got a guy or guys bombing from the logo every game, and you've never seen that before, there's going to be other player types, player prototypes that you haven't seen before. And it might be the extreme of somebody who doesn't really shoot that much at all, but he still has his whole 10 fingers and toes on every part of the game, damn near every play. Because that's basketball. 
I was telling Twiz off air that I heard Doc Rivers say that Ben Simmons had at least 25 assist attempts last night. We just didn't make shots. And just think about one man creating 25 shot attempts. 12 of them went down. But he created 25 shot attempts for other people. And guys in the league just aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Your best point guard's not doing that. He don't he, make no threes, but he create the most opportunities for everybody to shoot threes. Right. That's the other side of that. And it's not that you, it's not that your guys the best the best point guard in the league can't do that. It's because he opts to score a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. But what Ben gives up in scoring, he he creates for others, and that has to be that it has to be a huge 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 asterisk next to that when you talk about depth, when you talk about team play, when you talk about playing the same team over and over again until you beat them four times. Shit like that matters. It does. It matters when the game gets in the trenches and it gets real tight as A.B. gets a nice catch. Good to see Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl. A.B. A.B. with a nice catch. Kansas, uh, KC is up uh, 3 nothing. They hit a field goal. I, I, the world is crazy because A.B. <laughs> was making rap videos. He was on you. I had he a whole on, lot of money. He a whole lot the, of money. He, he was, was on the brink. tripping. And hey. Tom said, no, I need my man back in the league. But Tom was saying that last year when the little stint that AB was on the – I mean, they, yeah. they, it was everything he was going through was too fresh, so they probably knew it wasn't going to last. Out. But Tom was saying that last year, yo. Like, there they go. Oh, can't remember it. Nice yardage. Um, yeah, man. So the Sixers, Sixers are rolling. That's uh, Ben Simmons. Joel uh, and B has just been MVP. And B, um, he's rebounding, he's scoring, um, and he's being a leader. He's being a leader by example. He's being a leader vocally. Um, it's, it's, it, this is the Joel and B that everybody has been asking for, damn near to a T. Who would have thought that Dwight Howard would be a glue guy that we would need on our team? Like I would have never imagined Dwight Howard becoming that off the bench leader that really provide that spark for us. Like he I wouldn't say he Jimmy Butler, but I think he gives that little bit of energy where he probably, you know, in practice shuffling shit up a little bit. It's a making sure everybody on their P's and Q's. It's a it's, it's, talk to him nice. It's an NBA champion the way <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It's an NBA champion. We, we it's a different we we I like to I like to think that we have a different Dwight Howard than has been talked about in these in in, in, in past years. Very much so. You can so. you can just tell in how he's approaching the game. Because when you want, when you about to be on your way out the league and you know that you got the talent level that you're yeah. not supposed to be nowhere on your way out the league, that humbles you a little bit. And I think last year, because remember he was on like a ten day, twenty day contract yeah. when he first started with the Lakers, yeah. and then that spanned out into a full year that got him the chip. So now I think he just got that level of maturity to where anywhere he go down, it's not about me, it's about us. Right. And I think we really need that, and we've never had that solid backup. For Embiid, so when Embiid does take games off, even though we still kind of corny when Embiid not playing, mm-hmm. I way rather have Dwight out there than a lot of the other centers we've been having the last couple of years. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like, Just because he's Dwight Howard, right. when you when it's all said and done, Dwight Howard is going to be one of those players. Who did I always say? Elton Brand was um a number one pick, mm-hmm. a heralded free agent, and now a elder statesman. He's 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 hit. All of the touchdown, Gronk, uh, seven three, six or well, six three, uh, pen, pending this Brady to Gronk, pending this uh field goal, man. We got a seven three game in the Super Bowl. Thirty seconds, thirty seven okay. seconds left in the first quarter, man. The Super, they woken up. Both teams have woken up. We've we've got blood <laughs> on both sides. Gronk is hollering, Brady's calm, and we're gonna see what Mr. Mahomes is gonna do. Um, 
but yeah, uh, Dwight Howard, man, um, when it's all said and done, and, and now NBA champion, you're going to be able to see somebody who has touched all, all facets of the game. He's, he's seen it from a lot of different roles. He's seen it from being the guy that came out of damn high school. You know what I'm saying? You go to that to he's been the star of the team to where we're trying to build a team around you. You are the guy. You are a trans uh, 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 generational player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To uh, you know what I mean? The endorsements, to all of that good stuff. To you know what I mean? Uh, uh, the controversy of it all. Yeah. Then going to find a team to do to to chip chase on. I want, I'm just a piece now. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, he's na- been the, he's been a professional. I, I would I would I, like you said. It's nobody better. To relieve JoJo of his minutes on this team. Exactly. The way that Dwight Howard comes in and plays pick and roll, the way that Dwight Howard comes in and plays defense, the way that Dwight Howard comes in and just talks. Dwight Howard is forever, ever talking. And I just think that always with his personality, I think that the, the main thing is where his uh, personality got him, not in trouble, but where it was always scrutinized because it's like, well, how serious does he take the game? Is he, you know what I mean, Blase Blip? You know it's what I mean? kind of like the same with JoJo. It was, it was almost like when he was like, so you see JoJo exactly where I'm going. Like, mm, like he great, but like, is he really serious about this? I, I'll, you, you know exactly where I'm going. For that person to be the person mm-hmm. to be mentoring, so to speak, JoJo in this position, it, I don't think you could have a better person, okay. especially with him winning that championship last year and having to go through all of those stages. I feel like he could, he's probably telling JoJo, "Hey, when I was at 20 and 10, this Dwight Howard stage, I could have won a chip if I did this." Right. And I think that's what the fuck JoJo is doing, right. and that's the JoJo that we're seeing. And I think that's part of it is Doc. I think it's Dwight Howard around him. I think it's his son. I think it's a lot of factors working. I think it's us and his ass all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact that he is a real one and he don't shy away from that shit. He right there on Twitter with you in the bullshit. Like, it's whatever. He, he Troel. Yeah. He wears that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just on Twitter the other day, somebody had said something about Ben Simmons not being, shouldn't be an all-star. He like, did you see him not play the other game? That's why he should be an all-star. Yeah. Because when he wasn't in the game, we got trounced by like 20. Right. And oh, by the way, Tobias an all-star too. Like, right. He the type of player that's going to defend him now. Yeah. Like, so it ain't even no way that you can say, is it beef between Ben Simmons no. and Joel? Like, you know that that's dead now. Yeah. So yeah. I love it. I love the maturity. And I don't think it was beef as much as it was just growing pains. They kids trying to figure out how to exist and together on court, off court. Yeah, young. they, they still it super out. young. They figuring it out. Look at Kobe and <laughs> look at Kobe and Shaq, man. All of the rifts that they what went I through. That's I always remind everybody. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you talking about Ben Simmons, who's what, 22, 23? Yeah. You talking about Joel, 26 years old? Like these dudes is still super young. You cannot even think about getting rid of them. Because this is how you grow championship teams. This is exactly what Golden State did. People don't remember that Golden State went through about four or five years of misery. They was getting smacked by the Clippers right. year in and year out. And then they got over the hump. Right. It takes pain to create champions. Right. Everybody. Nobody just comes into this NBA and just starts winning. Like And, and so expect that of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to think that within the first three or four years just playing together, they go going to win NBA championships. It's kind of crazy. It is. Especially when you still got LeBron James playing basketball. He's still out here. Kevin Durant still plays basketball. <laughs> like, Steph Curry still plays basketball. It's a lot of it's a lot of active it greats. Yeah, it's a lot of active greats that we have playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, let's um, we talk Doc, we talk JoJo, we talk Ben. Um, they've heard me say it. Let me hear how you feel about the new additions. The new additions to the Sixers. Yes, Steph Curry, Danny Green's. Uh, I mean, the development of Shake Milton and the rookie Tyrese Maxey. I like what is, uh, have been topics. I like Curry. I think that Curry coming back from coronavirus has been difficult for him. Mm. He's, he hasn't hit a three in about 
three weeks now. Mm-hmm. So I think that once he gets back in the shape, he's going to be effective again. But when he came out, he came out going crazy at the beginning of the year. So I love that. He give us he gives us a little bit more of that being able to handle the ball, which is what I love. Like he's not just someone that just posts up and just shoots the ball somewhere. He can actually handle the rock. So we, we need that. I think that Danny Green is just a, another form of like Dwight where you have that professional champion that you can't talk much about him. He's going to do his job day in and day out. You always need that on the championship team. I think Shake Milton has took a, a crazy step. I, I remember texting y'all uh, last season or maybe toward the end of last season, and um, I was saying I was arguing with a young boy from Boston, and uh, <laughs> I told him uh, Shake Milton was going to be their kryptonite in the playoffs, and young boy laughed at me. So now this year I was telling young boy about Shake Milton. I'm like, yeah, you see him nice this year. He like, we're going to see that shit in the playoffs. So, I mean, we're we going to see if Shake Milton can keep it up. But right now he's looking like somebody that could be on the most improved player list. Um, and then Maxie, he is, he's a beast. I think that, you know, it's kind of funny because we wanted Fultz to be what he is right now. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, even more so because Fultz was the number one pick. But just that different level of energy, that change of pace. Um, he's not fearful of anything. He's going to shoot the ball. He's going to take it to the cup. He's got the, one of the best floaters in the league. So for him to be that young and be effective this soon, it's the sky's the limit for him. So And uh, even Korkmaz has taken another level this year. Even Korkmaz has taken another level. I've been calling him Korkmaz. Not even <laughs> I, but uh, I think P said it. Uh, he's been calling him Korkmaz Barbosa. Like yeah. that's the same type. When you, I mean, because it's a copycat league, not only that, but you, 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 you liken yourself to the greats, and and we all understand that 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 Warriors team, that Warriors dynasty that we just saw just recently, one, it is the most recent dynasty that we saw. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's why people compare it a lot, and because we do, I think um, he's been kind of in that role. He can give you anywhere between eight and fourteen points. Right. On any given night, but he's also showing that he does other stuff. Corkmiles be getting his, his slow-footed ass in them passing lanes a lot, man. <laughs> Corkmiles can get his hands on a couple of rebounds. Corkmiles knocks down low, some timely threes, yeah. some timely threes, not just the Jones. You know what I mean? And in, in, in the first and second quarter, but when we when we be needing them, you know what I mean? He's when the game that, is swaying, that patented European slow but yeah, effective game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the development of Shake Mil- uh, 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 Milton. I just think that he just needs to assume that uh, that Lou Will, uh, Ginobili, you are our professional scorer, brother. Like yeah. you, if it's anything that you have, like when you, when you shoot, your, when he shoots his mid range shots, I feel so comfortable. Like when he kicked that foot, or how he just the way he hold the ball, the way he release, right. even when he knocked down threes, because we all, I mean, we got a n- numerous guys now that's knocking down the three ball, um, but his mid range game. The way that he could be so effective in putting that ball in the hole when the when 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 uh, Ben and JoJo and the starters and people are taking uh, breaths, mm-hmm. and then how he can also play with them, you know what I mean, for that little bit of time where we really going at a team. Yeah. I really like the uh, I really like the way he um, has developed. Very good, very smooth. He got uh, he's gotten a lot of stronger too. Like yes. he came back yes. about 10, 15 pounds, just all muscle and. A lot of times he would get to the rim last year and he would not finish the layup. And you see now, like, he has so much control at the rim now. His game is taking that next level. So, like you said, I think that he just needs to continue on, stay healthy, and be that professional scorer that we need off the bench. Yeah. Um, like you said, Seth, uh, Seth with the COVID. And since we on COVID, we can get into a little bit of the COVID in NBA. I've been trying to keep uh, tabs on that. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, I guess the highest, the biggest name we got now is Durant. Which was weird the other night. Yes. They didn't start him, 
put him in the game, then pulled him in the third quarter when the results came through. But if he had contact tracing, excuse me, then isn't didn't he just contact trace everybody that he came in came in contact with? I don't get. Sometimes I don't get a lot of that stuff. Like you just said, if you have some type of doubt about him, then he shouldn't have been playing to begin with. Right. And now once he's playing <laughs> to. To put it on safe and protocols and say, you know, let's take him out. But it's like he's already been interacting with everybody. It's too – like, I don't I don't get at that point what's the point of taking him out. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And then <laughs> you don't want him to shake hands or nothing at the end of the games. But then you say, let's play an all-star game where we're going to bring you all all together from different cities unnecessarily and <laughs> have a, a game that really nobody needs right now. Which is next on the docket. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. So with COVID, being, with that being said, yeah, I don't think that they have it all in the graphs. I seen a graphic or something that the NBA put out. Maybe I seen it on Bleacher Report. I don't know the accuracy of it, but they yeah. said uh, it's been zero positive tests in the last twenty-seven days. I believe it was. Okay. Is that Paul Pierce? No. It looked like him. <laughs> oh, these Hall of Fame inductees. Oh yeah. Also, um, Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer. Charles Woodson, Hall of Famer. Um. Megatron's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't know who else is on the list, uh, but it's uh, the Hall of Fame inductees did go in. I think just yesterday. Shout um, out to Megatron getting in the Hall. Shout of out Fame. to Megatron getting the Hall. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to Megatron with the in and out robbery of, the, of of NFL history. Let me come in and show you all that I'm I'm him. I'm him. Get out of here. For a quick nine. For a, didn't even do a dime, dog. For a quick nine. And then and the next time you gonna see me is gonna be with a yellow coat. And they said on the I Am Athlete podcast, shout out to them. I know they don't know me, but they're going to come on. They're going to get wind of this before. But I fuck with them. Right. And they said that, uh, I don't, matter of fact, I don't even know if it was him, but they said he ain't want to uh, He ain't want to stop smoking weed. And I really fuck with him if that's what it is. Piehead kill you off for nine years and then see me in Cannes. Like, I'm out. I'm out. Cash me out. Big, big, block, block, block. Big up the fucking Megatron for that shit, dog. That's, a, I was that's crazy. To, I was trying to find a pick of uh, this boy, Peyton Manning, is different. The Manning's got different money. He flew. What he, <laughs> Him it had a pick of him and his son flying to the Super Bowl in like a 757 with just them two sitting in it. Like, shout out to Peyton, man. Shout out to Peyton, man. <laughs> Big boss. Big Peyton. But yeah, um, we here, man. Four, four, four. What we got next on the uh, on the menu, man? Let me ask you this real quick. I'm Who, listening. What's the next Eagle that's going to the Hall of Fame? Because B Dog is already in there. So what's the next? What's the next uh, Eagle going there? DJ, oh, DJ, uh, he probably don't got the numbers. He he got Eagle lore. So I would, have, I would say McNabb. It got to be McNabb, don't it? <laughs> I don't. I, but they might not. But it's it's kind of choppy over Yeah, McNabb. I'm not mad at McNabb getting into the Hall of Fame. That's one. If he does get, oh yeah, it's getting chippy out here in this Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Chris Jones. That was yeah, this boy look at time, time like yeah, this is my kind of game. <laughs> he out here, but yeah, um, no, McNabb, um, McNabb, I'm, I'm not mad if he if he does get into. The, I'm not mad. Yeah, it, it would have to be McNabb. If, any, if, if it would have to be McNabb, it would have to be McNabb. Yeah, for something that popped in my head, I'm like, damn, what's yeah, the Eagles? It's, it's yeah, if any at all, if any at all, it would definitely have to be McNabb. Right. 
Um, I'm trying to think on the defense. I don't know if Fletcher Cox has done enough to get there yet. He's still actively playing. Because it's like we got to think back in our last 10-year Rolodex of what people might be ready for Hall of Fame in the next couple of years. So yeah, but we've they, been we've been on turkey time that's what I'm in saying. the last fucking that's 10 like, years, and that's why it's been like, hard. Like you said, B-Dog's out of there. So after B-Dog, it's like, huh. <laughs> Everybody else, I'm, I can give you Eagle Lord. That's why my first thought was D-Jack. But then as soon as I left, as soon as I left my lips, I thought, uh, but NFL numbers. Uh, yeah, he ain't Hall of Fame on NFL. Yeah, so that man. fucking Meadowlands. Them Meadowlands miracles don't, don't, they don't, they don't give a fuck about that. We do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> number one in our book. <laughs> they number one in our book, dog. <laughs> number 10, number one in our hearts. So I'm automatically, I'm automatically wanting to recant that statement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it would have to be, if it went on, on a league-wide kind of thing, it would have to be fucking McNabb. You know what I mean? Donnie, and I'm not mad at it. I don't ever want to take credit away from McNabb. You know what I mean? I just, I just want to be weary of giving him. Him and I don't want to be weary. I don't want to be weary of nothing. I don't want to be weary. Him, of nothing. him and Teal got to shoot the feed at one point too, man. They got to set up like a celebrity boxing match or something for them too. Man, <laughs> they they just be talking too crazy about. Each I feel other. like because that's the only thing that's going to keep them relevant <laughs> at all. No, we don't. Want, we really don't want to hear shit else about them. <laughs> that's why the next relevance is the is the, is heads. the, is the I mean, celebrity boxing is rolling right now, dog. So cash out, y'all. I don't think McShab not fucking with it though, dog. He's not fucking. Because T.O. stay in shape. T.O. Yeah. T.O. he stay ready. T.O. trying to fight a boxer, yo. I tell you one thing: these boxers moving the ball. We we twelve fifty eight into uh, uh left in the second, and Tom Brady got the Bucks um yeah. inside the ten yard line again. Mm-hmm. Seven to three, and uh. Kansas City is struggling to move the ball right now. Yeah, I haven't really even seen Kansas City with the ball. I we missed the field goal. We know they got the one field goal, but I have been saying I know we uh that was the same drive as the field goal with Tariq uh Tariq Hill, that crazy pass where he dropped it in the end zone. Shout out to Mike Evans, another consummate professional that finally getting another one doing the Super Bowl. Another one. He just be out here throwing up a thousand yard seasons every single year. Absolutely. But yeah, man, um, so we talking basketball. Uh, it's a lot of trade rumors going on. Um, we've been talking final piece for the Sixers. We've been talking. Um, we've been talking Zach Levine. We've been talking uh, Bradley Beal, as the aforementioned. And I've been talking, as you know, because we've been texting Victor Oladipo. Um, yeah, I think that we need another piece just to solidify us. Just to just to you know what I mean. To you get know. in less dog fights. I'm big on chemistry, man. I think that Me too. I think that that has been one of the biggest underlying things that we have had to deal with is inconsistency around our two stars. Facts. And I think that a lot of the times we look at like you know this whole two K society of like yo just put a player on this team and this team the but plug it, and play right yeah and, it, and it's like you it takes time to build that camaraderie it takes time to gel together and I think that right now with us being seventeen to seven again. You know, this is not about the regular season for us. It's all about Absolutely. the postseason. So Absolutely. I get that. But I do think that we have a team that could battle with anybody to win four out of seven That's right a fact. now. That's a fact. And if we do get another piece, it also means we're giving up something. Yep. So now I'm like, what do I want to trade off? Yep. Because if I'm giving up a, a, a Thibault, if I'm giving up a potentially a Max here, a Milton, 
this player coming in gotta he gotta be that person. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's where it's it's tough for me because I would love to have a Levine on my team. Yep. You know, I would love to have Bradley Bill, but it's just like I I, I would love those moves to happen before the season. Yeah. I don't really sometimes like the mid season because and that's then the risk. Just throw yep. shit off. That's the big and that's the that's the risk in a trade versus acquiring off season like you're yeah. saying. Off season they got a little bit more time. Ooh, we try to they try to throw it to the to the tackle, <laughs> dog. They getting freaky on them. Brady trying to get disrespectful. Brady is trying to get disrespectful, dog. <laughs> Yo, but um, no, I I hundred percent agree, and that was the main reason why um, because we were saying on episode one, uh, P and Mike were making the case that we needed to go after Harden, and their their reasoning I agree with hundred percent because the top suitor was Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is somebody you got to see four times a year, is somebody right. there. Right. So in that case, they kind of for it's, it's a chess game then. True. It's like we rather us than you. True. But I didn't like it for chemistry reasons. When you talk about these players that that's that's up right now, um. Of course, it's gonna. Of course, it's gonna have to be some work towards chemistry, for sure. But I think that their player type and that where they're at in their career, they have a little bit and and who they are, they have a little bit more humbleness, and it's gonna be a little bit more co- cohesive, or easier to get that cohesiveness. Right. James James Harden is a big personality. James Harden is he need he, he needs he needs big touches on the floor. He need that's a, that's a lot. Whereas Zach Levine is a player who's getting the touches because he kind of amassed to that role to get the play, uh, those touches. Bradley Bill, too. Even though Bradley Bill's a little bit more solidified because he's been doing a little bit more, he, he kind of rolls to that role out of necessity. Right. Victor Oladipo rolls to his role out of necessity versus a James Harden kind of being uh, cultivated in this role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's right. always been – Arizona State, he's, he led the fucking nation in scoring. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's always kind of been he was that guy. He's, yeah, you know what I mean? He is right now. So as far because I because I that's always my number one concern too is mm-hmm. is the chemistry the camaraderie that a hundred percent matters because when you don't have that shit that's when you have the narratives and the fucking and, and the drama that's when the cancer starts yeah, absolutely absolutely but when you do and I just know from playing on good teams and championship teams that when you actually like each other off the court mm-hmm. and that's what I think about if you have a guy like a Bradley Bill come over if you have a guy like a not saying that you won't like him but a big personality are they often doing their own thing already right. established with their friends or would they more be, be more susceptible to come in and join what a team already has going on and not really waver it so much? And when I look at all three of those guys, I, they all check that box for me. That's why I was so against James Harden. Yep, me too. Because I looked at everything that he was doing in Houston. I'm like, this matters to me. Like, yep. You could call me old school, but nope. there's an integrity to the game yes. that matters. So when you're not showing up for practice and when you're just MIA and when you're willing to throw your team under the best, the same team – that every single year before that did everything they could to help y'all win. So it's not like, you know, you was on a team that was the Knicks and y'all just been trash and it was like, you know what, just get me out of here. Like, you've been on a team that's been effective and has been winning, and you were a big part of the problem as well. And to go out the way that he did in Houston, I said, I can't invite that type of person into my locker room. Not when y'all just told me y'all didn't want to deal with Jimmy Butler, and then y'all want to turn around and deal with him. That's like, that's the craziness. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's the craziness. So I, for for that reason alone, I'm like, cool. I, I know James Harden is a walking thirty piece, but everything that comes with James Harden, I don't know if that's championship basketball, and he ain't never won shit. So you're not gonna sell me that he's the missing championship piece, and he ain't never won a championship to begin with. Facts. Yeah, and that that was another piece for me. That was another part of it for me too. Uh. So now in ranking these players, I guess at number one, I would love, love, love to have Bradley Bill. Mm. But like we like we said before, the way he's just carrying this situation so G, I don't even know that he gets moved. 
Because the only reason why you would move a player like that is because he wants to get moved. It's because he's forcing the issue and being unbearable in your city. Right. Because and as of right now, that's like the only goods that they have. I mean, they got Westbrook, but you know. That's the flip. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's flip. the flip of what James Harden is. So it's yeah. like, for everything that I don't want James Harden, I would want Bradley Bill because he's being professional. The Wizards is trash. Mm-hmm. And he shows up every single night and go out there 1,000%. He don't talk bad about nobody. And even to put the icing on the cake, he like, yo, I still want to be here. Yep. That's the player that I'm like, yo, I need him on my team because I know that he's going to show up no matter where he at. Yep. And, you know, but it's going to take a King's Ransom to probably get him. <laughs> now, that's Absolutely. the other side of the story. But Absolutely. I would way rather have somebody like Bradley Bill than James Harden. Yeah, and then my second choice would absolutely be uh, Zach Levine. I just think Zach Levine is still a young, hungry player with so much in the tank. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is the most fittable play. I think he's 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 the player that's that's most coach. What you want me to do? Yeah, I know I averaged twenty eight, and that's cool. But that's what they had me doing before that. I wasn't nobody. I was the dunk contest bull. So I think I really believe that that's his attitude out here, and and he's really when you have the attitude. You fucking play like he's been playing. He seemed like he's a super quiet, I'm not going to come in and just do nothing but what we need to do. Yeah. I've been on nothing but trash teams, so I got yeah. nothing but being humble. Like, if you put him on a winning team, it's like, all right, thank you. You might, he might <laughs> shock the shit out of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just because like, he's never been on that before. Right. He's so. doing this for the Bulls. And I look at, when I also, I always talk about the eye test. I just look at how he approaches the game and how he plays the game. And it is super... Like that, like Ben, and I'm not. I wouldn't recommend. I mean, not not that I wouldn't recommend, but Ben Ben could Ben could learn something from watching some Zach Zach Levine tape. Right. His change of speeds, his his his, his always aggressive. He's always yeah. the the deep whatever he's doing, whether it's dribbling, whether he's passing, because he's a very good passer. He's a very good distributor. Boy, he's a very good um facilitator of the offense. Whatever he's doing, the defense always got it in his mind. This motherfucker might. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be nice. He got them subtle, just he looking here, but and then you he just cross real fast and he's at the damn he is rim. Real pacey. He is real changing he's, pacey. Oh, he's real shifty, dog. <laughs> he is. Oh my god. Because he got some jets on him and he got the wheels on him and he got and he could bun, he got bunnies out the gym. Yes. So it's like his game. He'll lull you to sleep and then he gets to the rim like nothing. Yeah, I like I like Bradley Bill because of of the professionalism that he has and the experience that he has, but the actual basketball fit. Is Zach Levine yeah. the actual basketball fit for us? Is Zach Levine? I agree. He would you be know what I mean? That I would go at because you could probably get him for the cheapest. For the cheapest, not only that, but like I just said, I feel like he will he would flex the most. True. Because True. he's already figured out how to get his points. However, I don't really need. I'm not really the guy that need the plays called for me. Yeah. I'm gonna get some putbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get some open threes when the ball swing. I'm gonna get some drives in here. I'm gonna get some transition. I, I'm gonna get mine. So just tell me where you need me at, coach. Right. I just really, really, I really get that sense of him when I watch his game. I yo. die for this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is. Like you know what I'm saying. Like real, real, real quiet killer. Like yeah. don't bark a lot. Just. I love them kind of players. Yeah. And then my dark horse was just Oladipo because I feel like in every trade and trade rumors, it's always the damn. We didn't get who we wanted, but we got something. And I, and I feel that. And I feel like that's what Oladipo would be. Yeah, and I told you in the text. Yeah. You know, Oladipo yeah, yeah, is yeah. a little bit overrated. But yeah. I wouldn't mind him, but I'm, right. I'm not giving up a lot for him. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad that we here. And I can say that because there's a lot to put in text. But it ain't yeah. that I'm really so, so like, yeah, Oladipo. Yeah. Was, but I'm like... Huh, this is probably somebody somebody that not a lot of other teams are looking at. Probably uh, they probably thinking the same way as you. Right. And we already got enough on our team to where it ain't gonna be a lot on him to be 
that anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He could come in and even if it's a transition kind of place where you're like, oh, yeah, he did good. And he's not here after we do what we need to do because then that's when the hardware. True. You know what I'm saying? And that's my and that's why he's a dark horse for me. But one to be here and then stay here for a little bit. Definitely either Bill or, or Levine. Definitely yeah. would love Levine to come sneak his ass over here somehow, dog. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach Levine. What do we give up for them? It's probably gonna have to be a a, a, a shake in the maxi, a Danny Green in the maxi. If we can give Danny Green up, it's gonna be it's gonna have to be a something worthwhile, something that we gonna that we gonna. You, it's two people. It's, it's whoever it is. If it's a shake in the maxi, then you th- you're and you're, you're you're coming from the school of thought that you're getting all of that in, in Levine, right? Because I know we just sung his praises, <laughs> and that's and, I, and I don't and I'm not trying to be. You know what I'm saying because yeah, I and I still feel that way. I'm not saying yeah we need to move shake, but if it had to go down, that's the business part of it. Mm-hmm. You, the, the, the the thought of it is that you'll get the 18. And the nine that Maxi, whatever he gives you, you're gonna get all of that in Levine and just give him all the minutes and let him go. Let's let's roll the dice. Yeah, let's, and let's... that's and that's that's the flip side of it. It's not like you do it and it's like, yeah, this is guaranteed when no, that's that's it's a gamble. Yeah. It's a gamble. But you like to think that you come out on the winning end of it. If I get Levine, I could part with Shake Milton and Maxi. Yes, because what Shake give you about sixteen to eighteen. And Levine is giving you twenty seven, like or so, or twenty. He's giving you high twenties right now. I gotta watch more Levine. I ain't know. So if Levine, that. right? So if Levine is, <laughs> yeah, but that's what he's doing for the Bulls because yeah, they the Bulls. Right. I'm gonna look it up right now and see what just just to give you what I'm thinking. But are you because you right because I have I don't watch a lot of Levine, but I know that he's tough. But like you said, he on the Bulls, so it's like you don't have a reason to watch them. Right. <laughs> but this Bull, like the Zach Levine, is having him a year this year, yo. Yeah. Like I feel like he was having him a year uh, last year. Man, I, I like my sixes. I like my seventeen to seven. You know, first place in the Eastern Conference as we stand pat Sixers. If we if we could find the right piece for the right assets, I'm not mad at it. Shout out to Zach Levine. Shout out to twenty seven <laughs> and five, going crazy this year. Yeah. So even if he got to dial his twenty seven back to twenty two, okay, let me get that. Let me get that twenty two then. I apologize, Zach. Levine. And you keep Toby's twenty. I didn't know. And you, you keep Ben's. And you keep his. Th- yeah, I mean, you know I'm I take it back, Shake. You can rule. Shake. You can pass. That's what bags. I'm saying. You yeah. figure I'm gonna get that Shake 18 yeah. and some. Easy. You can On take the nights shake. where JoJo not playing, Zach Levine's getting you off for the easy 30. And you can take South Shake get a pick. And that's what Zach Levine got in his mind. I'm looking at oh JoJo, uh, 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 management. He's not playing every game. Mm-hmm. That's when I can get my shit off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm I'm good here in Philly. And then when everybody plays, I'm still expected to get 20 to 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sign me How up. How many years he got left on this deal? Did I have know? no idea. I want to I keep him around if you want to go ahead. And, that, and that's why I said Zach Levine <laughs> and Bradley Bill will be the pieces that not only for this run, but hey, stay a while, you gotta man. Stay, you got to stay. Stay a while. You for sure got to stay a while. Right. Still young. Um, But yeah, that's that's as far as movement, that's. I don't want to see him. I, I was going to say, let's talk about some other teams that they can go to, but fuck them other teams. I don't want to see them go to no other teams, though, because then we got to play against them. Yeah. And they not – I done already seen all the players go to the teams that, that wasn't us that I, that I can stand playing against. To be honest, the East is super light this year to me, though, man. Like, I, outside of Brooklyn and the Bucks, even the Bucks is taking a step back to me. I don't see anybody competing with the Sixers. Well, let's get into it. And that's, seven. I wanted to get into contenders and pretenders, and that's what I wanted to get into next. And that's Great what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I, 
mainly because I've I've seen Brooklyn a couple of times and they don't they don't put no fear in me. Even with I want to let's don't get me wrong. I want that game bad. I need the game where everybody's healthy and everybody's there. I want to see it. They gauge it. But in my heart of hearts, like you said, I think we got a team right now as is that can go that can go toe to toe. You know what I'm saying? The the reason why I want a piece is because I wanna I wanna talk shit and be for sure and say nah y'all not fucking with us. That's why I that's want a piece. That's why I want a ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I want I an extra piece. I don't wanna beat them and like oh they're yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I want yeah, all yeah, y'all yeah, out yeah. There. You feel me? That's the only reason why I want another piece. But yeah. I think that as is, if if we were have to go, I'm I'm completely supremely confident in us going toe to toe and and it having to go seven. We're not we ain't getting swept. We no. may lose. We, I can't sit here and look you in the eye and say, yeah, we're going to win that series, but I can look you in the eye and say, we're not getting swept, and I got high confidence that this is going the distance and, yeah. with, uh, with anybody. We damn sure not getting swept. We, we got we're not getting swept. Fuck year. no. The bubble was not happening. That swept shit over. And that actually is a good thing that happened to us. Yes. When you when you go do something like that, it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, because they were still in their high yeah. for the year before that, yep. and they kind of just carried that in there, all that running back shit and right. all that. Like we was just going to go to the playoffs <laughs> and get the easy pass right to the point that yeah. we was at last year, and then all we got to do is fix this point, y'all. It's like, nah, it, don't, it yeah. starts over. It don't, it, it, it don't work like that. A part of us being good this year is because we got humble last year. Yep. And now you're seeing a different level of seriousness each game, day in and day out. It's like, we coming here to tear your ass up. Yep, yep. Especially if JoJo on the court. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said, I be looking at Brooklyn, dog. I look at the Lakers, but I look at us play the Lakers, and I don't think that that was a fluke. I just think that the game, for any for anyone, I know what the reason was last game. We got cool. Right. We got cool last game. We went up 14 they was talking shit to Danny Green over there. You seen Danny Green had turned around, hit him with the, like, yeah, nigga, I'm on this team. You know what I'm saying? All of that. Because yeah. he hit the three that put us up by 14. Yeah. And then from there, we kind of just hit the we kind of hit the, the cruise when, control. When Danny, I think I said this to you, when Danny hit like a layup or he dunked or something, he screamed on him. It yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He screamed on him, and that was when he started yeah, to yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Danny, yeah, Danny, Danny, yeah, damn, Danny, <laughs> damn it, Danny. Like, yo, <laughs> they went on like a 14. And run that's what there. I'm saying because I've seen the best of teams play against LeBron, and it's just yeah. It's at some point you can you can have them there, you can have them at bay, but they go and make that run. And for any one reason, I think that that run is going to be made on us. And that's another reason why I would I would for sure like another piece in the fourth when we get in the fourth because sometimes it can get it can get a little tight and it's going to get tight for JoJo and he's going to need some relief. And Brown also got a little dirty that game because he had absolutely two hand shoved the JoJo fucking dirty every made game. him less effective in the second half. I see you, Brian. He definitely gets dirty every game, but it's but it's Brian, and it doesn't take away from him being right, Brian. So I don't care, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind. Do your thing, Brian. But no, uh, I, I think that the uh, the contenders. We talk about the East. I think that Boston is always going to be up there mm-hmm. because whenever you got Jason Tate on the court, that's a killer, and that still kills me every single day that we don't we didn't draft him. But that's a whole other story. I just think there's nothing else in in Boston to do but sports. Like, yeah. You know, I, I like I like Boston. I don't like Boston, but I think that they are contenders when you talk about somebody in the East. Um, Milwaukee's still up there, but I, I think that they took a step back, if you ask me. Toronto has faded away. They're not going to be there no more. So I think that those those four right there, if it's not, if it's between us, Brooklyn, Bucks, Boston, even I don't even put Miami in there no more. I think Miami was more of a blip. They was pretty much playing the bubble at home, so they were just comfortable. I don't think they they carrying it the same way as they was last year. Oh, mm, honey badger, he always around. Tip drill. <laughs> we got a Kansas City interception on the tip pass. <laughs> Seven forty seven left in uh, first half. Uh, we got a flag though. Um, they balling this game. They balling. I think it's because Honey Badger's helmet is off. He's acting crazy right now. 
<laughs> he's he's got the Kanye shrug going like he don't know what the fuck is going on, but he's dread shaking. Holding uh, on the defense. It's not yeah, bring it back, no interception. Wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, um so yeah, I think that Toronto and um and and Milwaukee are pretenders this year. Mm-hmm. I think that Milwaukee's run is course. I don't like the way that that team looks in his makeup. I don't think it's really any difference. Yeah. Um Toronto, I just think that they don't have enough. They don't have the firepower. They let Serge go uh with with Boardman. Um mm-hmm. And I just think that you know Toronto is Toronto even though uh, shout out to Van Vliet. Van Vliet put up what he did he put up 57 he went crazy he went there. nuts he 50 plus he went 50 plus the other night shout out to fred van vliet i always like those uh those mid-major guys that get into yeah. the league and start tearing shit up and he doesn't he's not he doesn't have an imposing stature or anything he just he's just out there playing the game he loved man you know who's gonna be the next van vliet who that uh brunson from uh from mavericks that played for nova he come from good stock though yeah, he but, comes from real good stuff. But I'm just saying that type of player that don't got no fanfare. I mean, of course he went to Nova where Van Vliet was the man. He just come, he just playing the game he loved, and he be job. and a perfect compliment to Luca because you know I pay attention. To one of them, but it's that's he's one of those if you know you know players because yeah. insiders talk about him all the time. So you I mean if you watch any, any Mavericks game and you just see the minutes he gets <laughs> when he gets nice. them. If you don't watch basketball, you probably be thinking like, "Who is this and why is he?" But yeah, just he keep was, watching. Where he, where he was drafted at, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. coming out of college, yeah. even though he went to Nova, he didn't have that first round cachet right. where people was expecting him to be like the starter next to Luke right. in that court right now. His pop stayed on the team though. Yeah. His pops like lucky lefty. His pop his pop stayed on the team. His pop stayed Blazers. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, who else did he play for? I'm thinking uh, it's another team that he played for. I'm, I'm, I remember him playing for the Blazers and just a couple other teams, but I remember I him always. I always remember him just being in the league. I feel like he had a Raptors jersey on at one point, but yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but um, I think the Raptors are pretenders. I think that uh, Milwaukee are pretenders. I don't know. The Heat are the Heat are they still in lingo for me? The Heat is still in lingo. I know they've been hit by some COVID shit. Um, they just have a team makeup that can play with anybody. They showed us that they just they get because they, they really get after it. They just get after it. So they, they got to get streaky because right. I think that with the bubble, they, they got they caught fire when they returned back to right. playing ball, and they haven't caught that same fire yet this year. But if they do, right. then they can sustain it. They've shown that. Yeah. So for me, yeah, so I'll say the jury is still out for me on the heat. Um, sure. in, the, in the West, of course, you got the uh, L.A. L.A. is LA is, is, is real in L.A. It's live in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, always contenders. Always contenders. And um, I'm still. I don't think the Clippers. I still think the Clippers is pretenders. I don't like Paul George. <laughs> I think Paul George is a fraud. I and you a Mavericks fan, so you about to put the Mavericks in they, in they spot. You know the crazy thing is, <laughs> even the Mavs. I think for this year, they a lot of people thought the Mavs was going to take that next step, but they not ready yet. Yeah, they not ready yet. They still a couple pieces away. I, to be honest, KP is not. He might have hit his peak already. I don't know if the knee injuries is. You know, kind of, you know, derailed his career a little bit, but he ain't looking like that same KP that was five years ago crushing shit when he was on the Knicks jersey. Right. So, you know, I think that that's kind of took it away from Dallas this year. Right. And Portland, even Portland, I think that they a little bit pretenders. <laughs> I think that uh, Barkley, he t- he said that they was going to be in the Western Conference Championship or in the NBA Championship or some shit. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I think Utah is a contender. They want them low-key teams that nobody really talk about, but they just be going about their business, and they got 
all types of talent with every level. Yeah, they do. They have. They have a. They got. Yeah, they got some shit out there. They got Kylie. They got. They got Donovan. They got, they got some Robert, shit out there. Not only that, but they Eagles. got. You got. You got OGs poking at Donovan, and yeah. that's going. That's just. He. I don't. I don't think he's the kind of person that that that, um, that affects in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I think that. I think that that's fueling his fucking fire. As it should. I mean. Be. I mean. I don't think. I mean. You can turn on. Yeah. You can turn on some Donovan Mitchell highlights from 2020, 2021 and just. Uh, see for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I need I need somebody to start going out there and disrespecting Chuck and Shaq at this point, dog. Because they could be us. <laughs> You're saying if you want, it could be the four four four. They sound like the angriest old heads. Now. Yeah, they, they do. They just sound like some ornery old heads that just like get off my lawn. Oh, back in the day. When oh I did my this. god. Y'all, back oh, in my oh, day. Embiid, if you ain't scoring fifty points a game, Ooh. then you're not good. Like, yeah. Is that too? Just is, is, that, is that two touchdowns? Two touch? Kronk got two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, y'all. Okay, so last we said it was an interception by Tyron Matthew. That was called back for holding. Ooh. Mm-hmm. On the defense. Fast forward. They kicked the field goal. And I think it was a fucking penalty on the field goal that made it first down. Grant got two touchdowns right now. Fast forward, and now you have Grant catching a touchdown pass from Tom Brady, and the score is now 14-7 Tampa Bay. Brooklyn doesn't scare me, yo. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you off air, um, Brooklyn is the team that, uh, to me at least, this is what I see. They don't scare me because they don't put pressure. They, don't, they can't stop you. They can't stop you. Exactly. So the only teams that probably are feared by Brooklyn is teams that can't score or have a problem scoring. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They don't look as real as advertised. When you, I can't call you a pretender when you got those three guys walking around in your jersey. So I can't call you a pretender. I also don't think that they are as real or as fearful as advertised. That's what I will say. Right. Um, there's still a lot for them to figure out. They've been in a lot of close games with a lot of different teams, a lot of different team makeups. So I don't think that they haven't. I don't think they have an identity yet. Um, one of the things you said and you alluded to off air was it doesn't look like anything. No. It doesn't look like anything. It's like, a lot of iso ball. It's a lot of, all right, your turn to score. Yep. And like we talked about, it's only one basketball. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, they can score 100 points through three players scoring 100 points together, but if it ain't one of no games, it don't really mean nothing. And to look at them as an example, I don't want to end up in a, in a situation that they ended up in because they gave up crazy pieces. They gave up a lot. Karis LeVert and uh and uh what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Um, um Jared um, Allen. Jared Allen, LeVert, some picks. Picks for like the next five years, I feel like. Like did they this is almost like the same thing they did when they uh when they grabbed Garnett and uh Pierce. Mm-hmm. They gave up their whole soul to get them two old heads. And they gave up their whole soul. And James Harden at this point is pretty much an old head. Now, granted, he's he's a little bit higher level of basketball still than what Paul Pierce and Garnett was doing at that point. But it's like if they don't win a championship this year, then what? You know, like how many years do you keep trying this? So it's a lot of pressure on them, and I just don't. Kyrie's kind of Kyrie being his own world sometimes. KD All is the time. KD is fragile, you know, to an extent. Kyrie being his own world 
all the time. Sometimes he show up and invite the rest of the world into his world. He don't he don't be joining us. We be joining him when he be when he be there. Kyrie really <laughs> just took two weeks off from ball. Like yo, I'm just not showing. How up. did you feel about that? We was it was some back and forth about that um, in the media. How did you feel about that? I felt like you are you get paid a lot of money do your job like. If you got a legit reason to not be playing, if you're going through grief, if you have your, your your child is being born, stuff like that, all right, cool. Yeah, take a couple weeks off. If you saying, you know what, personal reasons, and then next thing you know, you at your sister's birthday party, and then the next day you on fucking Zoom doing poetry readouts, like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can't just take two weeks off to just do that, like... No, my nigga, you don't get to just take two weeks off to sage your bed. Bro. That was my you know, poetry man. fingers, yo. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so I, I, I can't get down with that, man. And then everybody want to be like, oh, well, he does so much other good stuff, and you know, he does so many good things for black people. And I'm like, that's great. I, I'm, you can't connect one thing to the next because and two things can be true. Yeah, like stop just trying to get him out because of all yeah. the great things he does. He's he can do great. Act- he can do great things. He can do great things for black people and be fucking off at work. Exactly. Know? I do it all the time. It, it, Exactly. Like, <laughs> don't act like you are clown proof just right. because you do good. You know, he's still acting like a clown when you're just not showing up. And then, like, he wasn't communicating with Steve Nash and all that type of stuff. Like, come on, right. man. You got, you, you've been in the league long enough. You, you know right. better than that. So, it's a little bit of entitlement that goes on with Kyrie. I, I understand. But, uh, you know, when you're that level of millionaire, I guess you feel like you're entitled to an extent. So They say it's something that comes with the territory. <laughs> it is. I, I can't speak with that, but it just seemed real weird that you just took off two weeks and just was like, all right, I guess I'll come back now. Right. <laughs> that wasn't hurt. wasn't nothing. Just, I'll just take two weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the All-Star game. Um, yay or nay? How you feel? Nay. Because if you're not going to have a full All-Star weekend the same way that you were always have it then why are we playing an all-star game y'all just said we implementing all these new safety and health protocols to not have players meet mid-court and they got to sit in certain areas when they off the court and you got if the whole point is the whole point of the season is to keep everybody safe while playing ball then that means the all-star game does not necessarily need to be played because that's more of a fanfare event mm-hmm. and if you're not going to really have fans around then you don't need to play the all-star game that's yeah. just my take I agree too. Um, I I don't think that an All Star game is needed for the same exact reasons. Uh, it's just the, the the confusion of it all. Yeah. To to keep to keep um heightening things to vamp to vamp it up. We're gonna ramp it up. We're gonna ramp it up. Uh, we can't do this. Can't do that. And then right on the on 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 the same on the hills of that, just be like, all right, but we're gonna ramp it up. But we still want to have an All Star game in Atlanta and still have it going. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I don't need an all-star game. But since they saying March 7th one is going to happen, I think that we would be remiss not to talk about it. So I mean, listen, I'll, <laughs> I don't need it, but I'll watch it. That's for sure. You know, but I can understand where Brown is like, <laughs> Brown was, you know, I love that, you know, we seen Brown be, do, be in the league long enough to be the old head that just don't care no more. Like, he said, I'll be there, but I won't mentally be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Giannis, and, yeah, yeah. Giannis said the same thing. Giannis has said the same thing. He's echo. He said, listen, and you know how Brian is the OG, and that's basically what Giannis said. He said, "Listen, you gotta listen to the big dog. And yeah. if the big dog, if the big dog say that he ain't like, I'm kind of the same way. We be playing a lot of basketball. He said, I would like to spend some time with my family. It's since, very pointless. Since y'all, since y'all ramp, y'all like that's what y'all should do. And then they were also saying you should probably think about it. Um, 
as a time for teams to get well. Let them isolate. Let teams for a week mm -hmm. just sit and chill and, and stay where they're at. No traveling, no NBA travel or anything like that. And then that way, you know, when you come back from the All-Star break, it ain't a clean slate, but you ain't, you know what I mean? You know, you. Yeah, because then, cause then they said that, you know, for the players that are not in the All-Star game, they talking about you can't travel internationally and all that type of stuff. And it's like, all right, now you you making this all-star break and then you making it where i can't even do nothing with my break like it's just it's just too confusing man yeah yeah these is grown men man let them do what they want or if you're not gonna let them do what they want then keep it real tight but right don't confuse the situation yeah so we bought coming up on a two-minute warning in this first half and right now it's looking like uh patrick mahomes and travis kelsey versus uh Tom Brady and 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 Grant, dog. Like this, this That's what it's looking this, like. This is what the game is turning into. Cause with two scores uh, hung on them, it looks like uh, Patrick Mahomes is sick of the shit. Because they, they, they move, because they moving down this court field <laughs> pretty seamlessly. This drive, this, this is right where they want to be. At yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Like, he's sick. He's two rush for pass, yeah. fifty-seven yards. Patrick Mahomes is now checked into the game, y'all. He is checked into the Super Bowl. He ready to get up in this in this pay dirt. Looking like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, and bring his team within four. Um, so we got the all-star teams, we got the east, we got the west. I was about to bring up the um the teams to see who was leading. I think Durant and um and LeBron are leading respectively, as they should be. Yeah, that makes sense. Shout out to the KD coming back off the Achilles. Right, but I wanted to bring the list up and get into some snubs and some dubs. I know we were talking, of course, we gotta go Sixers first, and we were already saying, like, um, well, your point, you were saying, first in the East, got to get three people in. Locked in. JoJo, Tobias, and Ben. There's no doubt about it. If any of them don't make it, then something got to give. Right. Um, There's <laughs> no way around that. Yeah, I, and I would have to agree with that. Uh, I think I think Toby is playing lights out this year. Uh, like you said, JoJo uh, came to his defense to one of the, to a hating Twitter user. Yeah. Um, Toby's playing lights out this year. Ben's, Ben's having a very stellar year. I think Ben... And all the midst of everybody talking about him, and I told this to uh, Cade um, last night, and all the midst of everybody talking him not being able to shoot, he's quietly becoming the best defender in the league. For sure. Like Kawhi who? Like like he he like he 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 gives people fits almost in that nature. Like if you watch these games and watch like if you watch James Harden Nash last night, shit got real tight. Torture chamber. It was a torture chamber. That's seven <laughs> feet out there. And his feet move just as fast as yours. Like, yeah. what you going to do? Wingspan and everything. Where you going? So even when you cross him over, you still got a seven-foot wingspan to, 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 to get around. Like, And then if I get the board and I'm running at you 100 miles an hour the other way. Right. If I feel like it. <laughs> so I'm just like, Ben is definitely an all-star to me. And then when you look at uh, JoJo, it's nothing to really talk about. This is a guy where uh, we are um, – talking about in, in MVP conversations at this point. Crown jewel. Right. So I think that uh him being in the All-Star game is a foregone conclusion. Uh, you go over to Brooklyn, you got the Durant, you got Harden, you got Kyrie. Uh it's probably possibly. You got you go over to Boston, you look, you got um <clears throat> you got Tatum, you got Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. Uh you go over to Milwaukee, you got Giannis. Uh Rashid Middleton played last year. I don't know what he's looking like this year. I haven't seen too much of him, but mm -hmm. um, I'm saying all these names. You go out in the West, you know, you got Brian and you got AD. You got uh, Kawhi. You got PG. You got Steph, um, you got Steph out there. You got Donovan Mitchell out there. You got Luka. You got 
See, the West is where it gets tough. The you West is where it gets the, tough. The starting five is where yeah. it gets tough. And then you got you look you go over and it's a team that we haven't talked about. I know I may mention of them um, off air, but you go over there uh, to that Phoenix and you got Devin Booker and you got yeah. uh, you got Chris Paul. I'm saying and I'm throwing all these names out there because the next thing that I have on the docket is uh, Dubs and snubs, man. Some people are going to win and get that All Star nod, and some people are going to be snubbed. We see it every year. Uh, the latest, uh, most famous snub or the most notable snub mm-hmm. uh, as of right now, I think, is Bradley Bill, and he came out high in the All Star voting. Who, um, what's the what's the um, the starting fives for each team? Because the starting fives will help me kind of cancel out who's not going to be in the game. Like it, the backcourt for the uh, East right now. Is it Kyrie? And is it Harden just straight up? I'm about, to, I'm about to bring it up right now. Because I feel like, I mean, I know that, you know, Harden and, and Kyrie is going to make it, but Bradley Bill should be over either of them right now. So right now in the front court in the West, the top three vote getters are mm-hmm. LeBron James, the Joker, Nikolai Jokovic, mm-hmm. and we got Kawhi Leonard. Right. And then the top two guards right now, we got Steph and we got Luka. The guards are trailed by Dame Lillard. And Ja Morant. And the front line people are trailed by Anthony Davis and Paul George. Now, I think some people said they think Paul George, I mean, not Paul George, Anthony Davis may be able to sneak in that starting lineup. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But I know Anthony Davis will be an all-star in, at that all-star game. That's 1,000%. what I do know. Yeah, that West backcourt is, yeah. uh, that's, that's going to be tough. You got Dane Lillard, Ja Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, C.J. McCollum. Shy Gillis Alexander and Clay Thompson. Oh, how he's and, getting and votes. Who, who's the starters right now in the West? The starters right now are Steph and the Steph and Luca. And so then Steph you, and Luca. And then you think the coaches are gonna vote in probably four guards after them? Dang Lillard. Ja's name is up there. I don't I don't so we got Dame off the bench, of course. Mm-hmm. You got Devin off the bench, Donovan Mitchell off the bench. That fourth guard position. You see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that fourth guard position. That's where I'm like, Ja, I don't know, Ja. I don't know if you 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 gonna be there nah, for that got, game. Shy's having a good season. CJ's having a good season. Chris Paul is gonna have the uh he's not having the, the uh a bad season, but he's always gonna get the uh the OG nod. You know what I'm sure. Um Yeah, I thought if you got Luca and Steph as the starters, you gotta have Dane. You gotta have Donovan Mitchell. You gotta have Devin Booker. And then that fourth spot, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a battle. Cause I don't think it's gonna be a fifth guard. Right, because when you look at the uh on the West front court. Yeah, when you look at you got A D, you got Paul George, you got Zion, you got Andrew Wiggins, mm. Christian Woods names up there. <laughs> Christian Woods, shout out to Brandon Christian Ingram Woods. and Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, take him off the list immediately. Him and Clay, what is him and Clay holding spots? They are. Why how are they holding spots? <laughs> you had me until you, Carmelo. Don't, you don't know who you are. And I'm a mellow guy. You still my old head with Melo, right? No more. Well, come on, Melo. Yeah, I, I, for the front court, man, that's a tough one too. Shoosh, you got even though I like Paul George, you got to put him in the All Star game. Um, damn. Who else you read off on that? Ad, Ad. 
Zion. You, you said Wiggins. Mm, I don't know Wiggins makes it. I don't think Wiggins yeah. makes it. Zion. Zion, Zion going. This is the NBA. He going. Zion he's in. Him. Yeah, he's in. He's locked. He's got a Z cutting the side <laughs> of his head, dog. And the NBA needs money right now. Zion's definitely in the All Star game if they play. Um, damn. Who would get snubbed? Christian Wood is somebody that probably deserves some looks that's not going to really get no looks. Ingram might get snubbed. Ingram could get snubbed, too. Ingram could get snubbed. Yeah, I, I can see that happening for sure. Um, it's, it's some more. Rudy Gobert. He's right. Got, he's got to make the team because as well. these this is these are because I'm what I'm reading off to you right now is the leading vote getters, which which ultimately usually end up being like some of the top players. But see, that's where it'd be crazy because after the starters, it, it don't matter no more because, because then the coaches is just going where, off the rim. And that's where our basketball expertise will have to come yeah. in when we think about people like the Rudy Gobert's exactly. of the world. Because you, know you know, like when you start reading like a mellow and everything, like all right, oh uh, yeah, ex- and that's no why I said exactly why I said why are Melo and Clay <laughs> even on the list holding up spots? But that's neither. Here nor there because it's like when you really think to the basketball like you said it's got to be like a rudy's gonna be a backup you got ad that's gonna be there for sure um damn who else is on denver jamal murray look we didn't even say jamal murray name jamal murray's on denver uh it's <laughs> they, a bunch of people out it's a bunch of people like do you t- do you take year. jamal murray or do you take devin booker in the all-star game see that's that i think that's one of them is not making it it ain't gonna be Devin Booker because I think Devin Booker has passed his getting snub point. But Jamal Murray right there with him, and this his team better. That's see, that's I, I, one of them is not gonna be happy. That's, that's what I'm where saying. The, like, and that's where the snub comes in. I feel in, like dog. Jamal Murray and Devin Booker are both at this point out of eye as far as NBA as All Star goes, but I don't think neither one of them can really be solidified. Only only thing that Devin Booker gets over him is that he, he been there already, and that's what I'm saying. Devin Booker might be over his, and that might be what get it, and that might be what actually snubs Jamal Murray. So now that goes back to Denver, who I think is like the third in the West. You can't give Denver just one All Star. Joker, Joker. Oh no, the only All Star coming from this is why it's, this is why it's called Dubs and Snubs, dog. It's not a you know what I'm saying. I'll t- I tell you this: if it, for Phoenix, it, it, only one of them coming off of Phoenix has got to be Devin or Chris Paul. They're not gonna get you. All right, it's not going to be a hundred percent of grants. All right, let's move to the East. Mm. All right, in the East, uh, for the front court, the top three right now we got Durant, mm-hmm. we got the Freak, and we got JoJo. And we got uh right now we got Bradley Bill and Kyrie Irving. Okay. So we got Harden right on Kyrie ass. Kyrie is at like a million ninety three thousand. Harden's at a million fourteen thousand. That can change in a couple days. One thousand percent. Right. Jalen Brown is right as uh is right under Harden. And then you got Zach Levine, Trey Young, Colin Sexton. Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, Ben Simmons, everybody I name is is fucking hooping. That's a tough backcourt. And then you got uh under Joe under JoJo or under the top three uh front court players, you got um Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Sabonis, Julius Randle. Jimmy, Gordon Hayward. Jimmy Butler might not make the All Star game. I was saying I was, I was that was my first thought when I said his name. 
And I and I think that Jimmy don't even care. Yeah, I, he like whatever. Jimmy's here for Jimmy's <laughs> here for something more. Yeah, Jimmy's here. Jimmy's here for the playoffs. I'm calling for the for the All Star game. So I don't I don't think I don't I don't know if Jimmy makes it either. But I know that some of these snubs might come in the form of Julius Randle, somebody and Jeremy Grant. Who, and the reason why they would be Colin Sexton. I don't say snubbed. He's going to get snubbed. He too young with the names, because it's and it's unfortunate because um. Jeremy Grant's averaging like a quarter. He's averaging like 25 points a game. He's balling. He's balling. Julius Randle is balling. Total complete side note and tangent. Blake Griffin does not have a dunk this year. He is officially done. <laughs> for the Blake Griffin R.I.P. <laughs> Damn, Twin stopped it for the Blake Griffin R.I.P. Because you, you brought up Jeremy Grant. I know he's nah, a piston right nah. now, but I had to just think back. I'm because like, Blake Griffin is why, – why? Because Blake Griffin is on that roster, he's, and he's active. He's not on the bench. He'd be in the game. We about a quarter into the year. He ain't got a dunk yet. Yeah. R.I.P. And he's not the one on the team averaging the quarter. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot going on in 2021, dog. Like, that's what I – damn. Damn. I'm thinking, I didn't even think about that. The, the R.I.P. to Blake Griffin. R.I.P. to Blake, right? Damn. He was in Detroit and got buried. That's it. Motor City. D-Tech. Motor City. <laughs> Damn. All right, though. So we got uh, Jeremy Grant, who's playing lights out. Gordon Hayward. I'm. I'm not mad if he doesn't make it. I don't watch enough. Yeah, I've watched. La, I watch Lamelo Ball highlights. I don't watch enough Charlotte Hornets basketball. Maga Gordon can always sit down. <laughs> Is he Maga? He's Maga. He can. He can sit down forever <laughs> in the All Star game. I don't never need him in the All Star game or any game for that matter. Sorry, Gordon. Um. Bam, Bam might be one of those solidified names at this point. I think yeah. they like saying that name, and I, and Bam deserves it. I only want to make it seem like that. Bam deserves it. Bam be For fucking sure. balling. Bam be balling, dog. If you talking about KD, Giannis, and Joel as the starters, then I like Bam. Tatum and Bam as the yeah. first two as the front court. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like I like actually like uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to make the team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because Jalen Brown been balling. They both have. They kind of like a tandem, and yeah. it's, and it's good. It's been a while since the league has seen. I know we got uh, Dame and uh, and uh, CJ in the backcourt like that. I know we've had Steph and Clay in the backcourt, but two fucking front court guys because Jalen Brown move. He plays a lot of wing. He plays yeah, a lot of different shit. Yeah. Two when you got two. Wing guys like that, mm-hmm. me and P like to call it wing stop. When yeah. you got wing stop like that, dog, like when you only looking on either side or either wing, and you got those two, it's yeah. like that's wingspan. You got size. You got both. Both of them are two way players. They don't just play on the offensive end. You know what I mean? Very. Mm-hmm. You mean it's that's scary. They tough. And they are both averaging uh, over twenty points, well over twenty points every night. They um, keep they keep bossing the float. I don't yeah. like it, but they do it. I don't know about. Uh, Trey Young is one of those names, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, damn, is is this the Bucks in the in the red zone again, inside the ten again? At the end of the half, though. End of the half, ten seconds left. I don't know who got the ball first. I can't remember. But shit, they moving like they like they didn't. <laughs> they moving like they didn't. It's <laughs> crazy because we we just went from uh, Mahomes marching and they only got a field goal out of that, and Tampa Bay putting up touchdowns. Right. That's the difference. Right. So yeah, man. So we got um. I like Ben to make it. Uh, Toby's not on here, but I like Tobias to make it. Trey Young might not make it this year. Though. Trey Young might More not. Why did you say that? Because you got you got to think James Harden, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons. That's four guards right there. Mm-hmm. And then you got Trey Young as a fifth. Mm, that's tough. That's tough, Trey, because Atlanta really ain't that good neither. 
Yeah, I like Jimmy Butler not to make it. I like Gordon Haywood not to make it. I want Toby in there. Yeah, Tobias, he's not on his front court list because nobody wants to vote for him, but he definitely Yeah, I like it. I like Tobias to get a coach's a coach's vote. He should definitely get that coach's vote because if you're averaging twenty plus on the best team in the East, that should be a no doubter. Second score, living up to the contract <laughs> that you got. You know what I'm saying? It like, should be no like he's he's living up to all expectations this year, which is why I have nothing bad to say about Tobias. At all. I have nothing bad he's to say doing about his Tobias job this year. So yeah, I think that the snubs in the front court, you might have, like you said, Jimmy Butler. Um, Gordon Hayward, Jeremy Grant, that's going to be tough for them to make it. Backcourt for me, Trey Young, I don't know if you're going to make it, Trey. That's going to be tough. Russell Westbrook, sorry, not this year. <laughs> um, I think that's it, man. Uh, we got down to the All-Star game. We covered all parameters. I don't think it was any shocking news or anything that came in. Uh, since we've been here, we're moving in 13 seconds left in the second half. It's a 14-6 game. Brady tenth, three more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Who called that in? Right. Another flag. And another one. The flags is they flying. They give Brady every chance they can, bro. Yeah, it's Buffalo Wild Wings out here on the field right now, y'all. <laughs> we looked up. It was 10 seconds. We looked back up. It, it was, was 13. 13, for sure. For Flag sure. going to play again. It's the longest 10 seconds ever. Ever, yo. They going to get time six. They going to get him six. Uh, you can't do that. Sorry. No, see, you can't call that. That's crazy. But, yeah, so we'll see uh, what happens, man, uh, with Kevin Durant. I know he's out the next three games, like I said, due to COVID, chron- uh, due COVID Chronicles. Man, but since I'm on it, check out COVID Chronicles. Make sure y'all check, definitely check out COVID Chronicles. Tap in. Tap in, y'all. Um, since he's on COVID protocol, he has to mix, uh, miss the next three games. Uh, Sixers continue to roll, as we've covered extensively. We'll be keeping an eye on that always. Um, my season ticket holders, man, I need to I need to holler at ease. I need to holler at the councilman, too. Mm. And see what's going on because, oh, Antonio Brown with a touchdown. Yeah, A.B. <laughs> Six seconds left in the half, 26 Tampa Bay. And I told people in the earlier episode, I told them to look out for Des Bryant and look out for Antonio Brown because it's a reason why they put them players on teams them that late. And that's why another reason why I, was, uh, I did it on the last episode and I, and I did it in a text with you, but I was uh, – Telling people to watch out for uh, Lance Stevenson and uh, Michael Beasley. As far as I know, they're going to be in that uh, in that G League bubble. Mm-hmm. And when you have people like that around, that been around the game, I, I'm I'm on the internet all the time. I, Mike Beasley, it don't uh, not a day go by. I don't care what he do in his personal life. Right. It ain't a day go by that boy not playing basketball. <laughs> Mike Beasley is a walking bucket. He's a walking bucket. I hear when he used to play with LeBron in Miami. LeBron used to beg, not begging, but they used to really. It used to be scheduled. They playing one-on-one every day at practice. And from what I hear, LeBron had a hard time beating this bull like ever in one-on-one, yo. I see it. I think about that, and I just think about Lance Stevenson. We know he's he's LeBron agitator number one. No, I did not say – I'm not talking in the vein of Reuben Patterson, which got him baked by the bean, rest in peace, every time he was seen by him after that. The Kobe stopper. (laughs) Kidding me? But Lance Lance Stevenson is a top LeBron agitator. His shit's not even on. It's not. It is on court, but it's not even basketball. He's just he's just a LeBron nemesis. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He is just there. LeBron is a little bit more agitated. He's he he uses a little bit more energy. His stat line going to be the same, and right. he's going to do Brian. Right. But 
He got a little less of a smile in his post game <laughs> fucking interview when he's when Lance really Stevenson is on the other team, though. He'd be really irritated and, <laughs> and spent after a game, though. He didn't have to argue with the rest. Gotta deal with this nigga again. Yeah, he didn't have to push Lance off of him and told him, chill, stop. Like, why is you doing that right, four times? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> So I say watch out for those two people because as we just saw, Antonio Brown in the high on the highest stage, somebody who's been there, somebody who's not going to shy away from the moment, mm-hmm. even though you do have a Mike Evans, mm-hmm. even though you do have young guns like Leonard Fournette, the old wily guy Tom Brady has enough he's enough sense. Look enough, at, look at look Honey at, Badger. Look at right? Honey Badger. <laughs> Look at Tom. Look at Tom. But look at Tom. Hold. Let me that's, let me be live. I love Tom. Tom want the smoke. Like, right. He like oh, what you most doing? most quarterbacks gonna go the other way. Look at Tom. Hold. Let me be live. Hold. Oh, where you going? Like, where you going? Where you going? I ain't doing. <laughs> oh, it's getting chippy, y'all. I love it. It is getting chippy. <laughs> but yeah, but like I was saying, the last point I was want to make, like those Antonio Brown, those Des Bryant players, players who have been at the league leaders for sixteen weeks, getting all the yards. They know they can lead the league in touchdowns. They know they can lead the league in yards. It ain't about that for them. They're searching something bigger at this point. So you just have them around for this moment. 1,000%. Man, we it's, I'm looking around. Mike Evans, yeah, you good. Chris Godwin, you good. But Gronk and Antonio Brown inside the 10, we rolling. Like, you know what I'm saying? As you can see, 21 To have Gronk and Antonio Brown as like your C and D option is wild. It's, cra- it's crazy safety <laughs> valves. Crazy insurance. If you know anything about football, football plays, and I mean, not even football, sports, period. Yeah. There's always a safety valve. There's always some insurance you have on the court. And for to have those two insurance policies in the goddamn Super Bowl, paying dividends, paying dividends. Right One got now. two touch. They got all the touchdowns. They got all the touchdowns. All the OGs <laughs> got all the t- got all the points. All the new assets to Tampa right now got the touchdowns. Tom Brady passing it right. off to AB and uh, Gronk. And Mike crazy. Evans and 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 Chris Godwin is doing the in between. They doing they doing. The I b- haven't even seen Chris Godwin because jersey. they do because they doing the young boy work. <laughs> when you build in the house, what you tell the young boy to do? Hey, yo, grab that, yeah, pull that, clean it. And that's up what they. Hey, Mike there. Evans, get this twenty. <laughs> for us get us you know what i'm saying how you think they've been getting to the damn in, inside the tent Bro, honey badger's going crazy right now yeah. he about to slay somebody to look, at look at it look at it i can't wait to the second half. right well yeah twist it was good having you on man yeah man I, pleasure coming back yeah so we definitely got to get you when you make the move we definitely got to get you on the zoom Listen, I'm going to be around. I'm only one call away. I'm I already know. telling y'all to come down there with me yep and we're gonna have a good time we definitely coming to visit man I'm bringing my whole watch family with me, man. And we're going we to get it, man. ATL style, man. I can't wait, Masked man. up, of course. <laughs> keep that mask on you. Know what I mean? But you already know, man. Uptown Tone, check us out on Instagram. Check us out uh, all streaming platforms, Apple, Google Podcasts. Uh, check out COVID Chronicles. Shout out to OGE. Shout out to Press Coast. Um, Late Bloomers, all that other good shit, man. Fuck with us. Check us out. Yeah. We rolling, man. It's 2021, man. We pie and pie baby. Yes, sir. <laughs>